Welcome to the podcast, Enjoy Your Stay. I'm Holly Giles, a super host on Airbnb. Here is where I'll share my heart for hospitality as a short-term rental owner, along with how I started an Airbnb from scratch. Listen in each week as I tackle creative ways to turn a profit in our small town and turn my Southern Florida charm into guest-pleasing stays. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 12, Be Your Own Guest. Now, along with being your own guest, I want you to know how your short-term rental works. Now, this may sound strange, but sometimes the only way you're going to know how things work is if you stay there. Now, if this was your own home, you know all the quirks and different things about your home. But if you've just purchased a home or different things like that, you really need to know how it works. Our place is built in 1952. It has been remodeled, but we'll have weird light switches that go to nothing. Or there's a light switch in the hallway that turns on the dining room. There's things like that that I wouldn't know unless I spent time in here. So I do have labels on light switches and different things to let guests know what turns on what. So our back porch light switch is actually inside the house in the living room. Very odd place for it to be, but that's where it is. (laughs) Also, as far as knowing your home, I want you to know how things work as far as mechanical and electronical and things like that. We have a pool. Now I grew up with a pool, but I haven't taken care of a pool in, oh, over 40 years. No idea. So coming in here, we had a pool person. I was perfectly fine just to let him come and do his thing every week and not worry about it because I had too many other things that I needed to worry about when we first got started. My husband kept saying, you know, maybe we should learn a little bit and know how to do some things. I said, yeah, that's a great idea, but I just don't have time right now. Well, a situation came up where our pool person got ill. We didn't know that and he didn't show up one week. And we thought, okay, well, the the pool's looking good, but we were having back to back to back guests. It was pool season, people were swimming. Then we had a huge, like a tropical storm type thing come through with lots and lots of rain which threw off the balance of the pool. Then the pool guy came and thought that he got it together, but as soon as he left, the pool turned like a murky green, which is not what you want your guests to see. (laughs) And I tried contacting him. He didn't get back with me. We were freaking out. We didn't know what to do. So we ended up going down to a pool place, talking with them. My husband got all this information. We shocked the pool. I got out there and I remembered how to clean filters. So I got out there and I started cleaning the filters, which were disgusting. And we literally came over here and worked on this pool every day for days. I read up on the pool pump that we had, how to use it, how to adjust it. Uh, We really were going off of what my uncle had set the timers at. And we thought, that they were set you know for the summertime which was good but actually what he had it set on was figures that he was testing to lower 
the amount of time he was running the pump, but we didn't know that. And our pool guy had said, well, you know, it's, it's fine the way that it is, so it's not a big deal. Well, we should have been running it more. We didn't know that. And we took that opportunity to learn more about how to take care of the pool because we were at a point where we were having guests come in. The pool was not clear. We knew we could get it back within about 24 hours. So it's one of those things. What do you do? We had guests leave when they left. The pool was murky, but they didn't, they didn't say anything. We didn't know. This is when the problem started then trying to get it back proper before the next guest came in was, it was stressful. It was very, very stressful. So that taught us a lesson. Even though we have someone to take care of the pool, we need to know how to take care of the pool. If we had a situation like this again, we would know what to do. Now, then that makes us think, well, is that something we could take care of on our own anyway and save us money? Uh, possibly in the future. But right now, we kind of keep an eye on things. Now we know what to look for. Now we know what to do. I have the directions for the pump. I know how to change the timers. I know how to regulate that during different seasons, which I didn't know before. So empowering yourself with how, how to do these things, even if you don't do it on a regular basis, it's very important that you at least know the basics. So if something goes haywire, you aren't without any options, which is where we landed ourselves because we were so busy with other things getting this place ready that we just relied on someone else to do their job <laughs> with the pool and it got out of hand. So that's very important to know how things work. You don't have to be an electrician, you don't have to be a plumber, you don't have to be all those things, but just have an idea of how it works and that will save you a lot of stress when something goes wrong and there's not an immediate fix for it. Now this house is on well and septic. We have that at our home, so we're used to how that works. The pump, the well pump, lots of things can go on with that. You can get ants in the switch, which will trip the wiring and you won't have water to the house. We've experienced that many times. That's just kind of par for the course. That used to happen quite often when I was long-term managing properties. And my husband is kind of a jack of all trades. He knows how to do that. He actually keeps spare switches because it's a common problem. So we know how to take care of that. And actually recently <laughs> I had guests call and say, uh, we don't have any water. There's no water in the shower and there's no water in the kitchen. Well, my husband says, I'll be right there. He comes, sure enough, ants were in the well switch, had messed up the wiring, so he fixes it, stays for a little bit. He doesn't have to come in the house, he doesn't disturb the guests, but he knew how to take care of it so that there wasn't, wasn't an issue. So those types of things, things that you know might easily happen if you know how to do it and you can't get someone here, you're able to take care of that. Now, when you stay at your place, if that wasn't your home before, and it's, it's a new place for you, staying at night is completely different than hanging out in the day because you realize different things, maybe sounds that you hear, 
Maybe there's not enough lighting in certain areas, inside or outside especially. This neighborhood is nice and quiet, which we love and our guests love, but it's dark. It's dark out here. Uh, we are kind of woodsy tree-lined on one side and people who aren't used to that sometimes get a little nervous about that. So we have added extra lighting out back that they can turn on themselves. We added extra lighting. We have a light that comes on automatically when you come up to the porch. So that gives them plenty of light to get in to the house. And then there's a front porch light they can turn on. Things like that you might not realize until you're actually here at night. Now, one thing that happened is I decided to stay here for a couple nights and really, and this we've been, you know, renting out for number, number of months, seven months or so. And I decide I'm going to hang out here. I'm going to de-stress and just enjoy the pool and be over here and, and kind of see more how things work. And if I have what people need, you know, one thing, well, I slept in the king bed, which is a sort of like a sleep number bed. It's a little bit different. It, it has air pockets and things that, and it has a pump, but I don't allow guests access to the pump. And I kind of had forgot about it. And people comment how comfortable the king bed is. They love the bed, they love the bed. Well, I stayed over here by myself as one person. And as one person, it was a little odd. Like it, it was very comfortable, but it, it was just slightly odd because I slept in the middle. Is <laughs> at home, I don't get to sleep in the middle. It was a little off. So I, I took all the bedding off and I got up underneath the bed and I hooked up the pump system and realized that the two sides were completely different numbers and I mean, very far apart. So what I did was I found the number that the average person likes to sleep on this bed. I put it to that number and decided, all right, I need my checklist that I need to check on this every, what, three weeks, every month, check the numbers, uh, fill it up, check the pump. And I hadn't thought about that before until I slept in it. Now I've gotten more re rave reviews on the bed <laughs> since I got both sides. But you know, if two people are sleeping on it, each one, you know, their, their sides are different. But if you're sleeping in the middle, that's when I noticed that there was a problem. I wouldn't have known that. And most people don't realize what kind of bed it is because I don't have any of the mechanics out for them to use. We just decided that would cause more trouble than it was worth allowing people. So I set it at an average number that most people sleep at and I leave it at that. <laughs> so the beds are really important for you to sleep in. See where the pain points are. Do I need to add a cover to this? Do I need to add a topper that gives a little more cushion? All those are really important. Your sheets, are they comfortable? Are they scratchy? Are they hot? Do I like them? All of those things play a part in your guest's comfort as well. Then when you go into the bathroom and the showers and all those things, the water, how does the water come out of the sprayer? Do you have enough water pressure? Those things you wouldn't know unless you actually used the home. And like I said, if you've been living in your short-term rental, you know all those quirks and things. But if you've purchased a place 
or something like what we're doing, you really don't have an idea until you stay here. So that was really important for me to stay in the place and look at things that I might need to learn how to do. And uh, so that's what you wanna look at your place. What do you need to learn about your place? What do you need to know how things work? For us, the pool was a big deal because we, we really hadn't considered learning how to take care of it. Then I also learned that I had the timer, one of the timers was set for sometime during the night at a high speed, which was very loud. Now it's on the opposite end of the bedroom wing, but if you were sitting out on the patio to enjoy the evening, the RPM was too high and it was really loud. So I could adjust that to not have that during that period of time and change those RPMs at different rates throughout the day so that it wasn't so loud during the night or in times, it was that evening hour where people might be sitting out enjoying the peace and quiet, enjoying the pool, and we wouldn't want that to disturb their stay because the pool pump is really right outside part of the area where our guests sit. And then you think about traffic noise and different things like that. Is there a certain area that you could work on? Maybe you need landscaping or shrubbery to obscure something that goes on (laughs) during the day or during the night at your place. Do you need to consider maybe if you're going to update some things, if you're going to update windows, do they need to be a little bit thicker or insulated or double pane to help with road noise? Road noise can be a big deal for a lot of people. And when I have read reviews on other places, that's one thing people really talk about is road noise, highway noise, things like that. Sometimes there is no cure for those things, but if there is, Put that in your plan, in your long range plan to do something about. Then you think about sitting on your furniture, uh, watching a movie. How do you operate the television? (laughs) And that may sound strange to people, but I had bought these TVs, brand new TVs, and they have all the bells and whistles. Listen, I'm old school. I don't buy anything new till it quits. So I didn't understand how to work the TV. Now you get your teenagers in here, they know how to work everything, they don't have a problem. But if you get older couples in here who aren't used to it, some are and some aren't, they really have a problem. And if they can't get to whatever they're used to easily, it you know, it's it's an irritation. So you wanna know how to operate your electronics. (laughs) Leave notes. So I have things in uh, acrylic frames explaining how to use the television, how to get to those local channels, what channels we offer, and how to do that. So if you need it, it's readily available. You can look on there and tell exactly how to do it. If you don't need it, don't look at it. So I've done that in all the rooms that have televisions. Some of them have Roku's and different things and how to use them, two remotes. It's kind of, sometimes it's a pain to have two remotes, but I have something there specific to tell them exactly whatever you're looking to watch here's how you do it and people have commented on that because a lot of tvs are different and it's sometimes they're trying to find something and they can't and it's irritating if there's a series you're watching or a game you're looking for and you can't even figure out how to turn the tv on i have been to places like that where there's three four or five remotes and you just give up because you don't know what to do (laughs) 
that is something you need to know how to work your TVs. You need to know how to work your electronics. If you have electronics in the house or some smart devices, you need to know how to do that and put that in your house book on how to use those things. Another thing here is stickers. I think I've mentioned that. They're sand spurs is what they are. And Florida is notorious for sand spurs. I can remember as a kid, you're just terrified. We were always running barefoot, but sure enough, you're going to run through a patch of sand spurs. And it's like little tiny porcupine daggers getting you in the feet. We have them here, and we're trying diligently to keep them under control, to get rid of them. The only way to get rid of them is pretty much to dig up your entire yard. But if your neighbors have them, they're going to come back. So <laughs> we just do what we can. But knowing that from working in the yard, doing the landscaping, looking and seeing that those little boogers are coming in, I have notes now. That's one of my things. It's it's not about me and not having sand spurs in my house. It's for my guests because I don't want them stepping on them and getting them in their feet if they're not used to sand spurs. Pretty much if you don't live in Florida, I think you're not used to sand spurs. But it's a pain and it hurts. So I have in there, check your shoes. Check your shoes when you come in. Don't run out in the yard, backyard barefoot. Our pool is screened. You can go around the pool barefoot and be all in there barefoot. But if you go outside, outside of the pavers, be aware of the sand spurs. Check your shoes because if they get in the house, which they will, and you're walking around barefoot, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> so that's another thing. Sand spurs. There might be something in your landscaping, in your yard, and different things that you want to be aware of and let your guests know, especially if they're not used to that. Definitely. There are so many different things in your STR to know how it works. If you have a hot tub, we don't have a hot tub. That's along the same lines as a pool. You might have someone who takes care of that hot tub for you, but you should know how to work that hot tub and how to adjust your chemicals in case you're in a situation where you need to do it or you need to describe how to do it over the phone. Very important. All those different amenities and extra things that we think are fabulous, we really need to know how to use them. If you have a propane fire pit, which we have just added, we have it at home, we love it know how to use it because a lot of people don't know. So if you need to leave a sheet for it to let people know how to turn it on, how to turn it off. Some people might not know you need to turn off the gas when you're done. Let them know how to do that. That's another thing you should know how to do it so you can describe it to someone else. Your grill. We have a big propane grill here. Know how to use it. If someone calls and says, hey, blah, blah, blah you know how it works. You can give them some advice and, and let it go at that and be helpful. So it's always nice to have an answer for your guests. Be helpful to them when they're in need and, and aren't sure. And hopefully that'll help things go a little bit smoothly. So I encourage you to be your own guest. Go to your place, stay the weekend, at least stay the night to discover what's going on at night. That's how we knew that those little night lights were so helpful because it's so dark outside, it's really dark inside. So having that lighted pathway through the house is very helpful and we've got comments on that. And those are things you wouldn't know unless you stay in your place. 
So be your own guest. Know how everything works, even if you don't want to, (laughs) or have an idea of how it works. Just an understanding of how it works sometimes can really get you through a tight spot. All those things are super important when you're running your own short-term rental, Airbnb, VRBO, uh, not just handing it off to other people, whether it be your cleaners, your handyman, all those things. Have a working idea of how everything at your place works so you don't get caught in a tight spot. Thanks for joining us here today. Glad to have you. Hope you got a little bit of information that you needed. In our next topic, I'm going to share our experience from our second guests that visited us here at River Cities Retreat. Until next time, enjoy your stay. Are you wondering what draws people to our sleepy little town north of Orlando? Subscribe to Enjoy Your Stay on your favorite app to find out. Tune in to hear my business tips, guest experiences, and along the way I'll showcase the wonders of Florida that make it the natural choice for your next vacation.